1: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today very telling we start out this morning with michelle gonzalez director of jefferson parish ecosystem and coastal management a lot of hot summers a lot of cold winters and um we're thinking about transforming one of the parish playgrounds into a community oasis and michelle joins us to tell us what that is michelle welcome to the show
0: hi thanks good afternoon good morning
1: so let's start out with what is a community oasis
0: so community oasis um in in some other communities that you may be hearing they're thinking about doing lighthouses or um kind of a resilience hub Um, we're calling it an oasis specifically because we want to think through um, some of the challenges we have here in jefferson parish where it's just hot i mean this summer we saw um, record-breaking heat and a a lot of individuals um, whether they have, you know, AC in their homes, maybe the AC is not able to keep up. We want to create a resource here, whether it's in a post-disaster situation or in those like extreme heat wave situations where individuals would have a place to um, cool down um, because, you know, obviously a public health issue with um, heat. And then also just from a... You know with kids being able to use a playground the usability of a lot of our sites is difficult whenever you have to go out in that scorching heat so as that oasis it would have more trees more ability with water features things that will kind of help cool your body down while you're out in the heat
1: it is pretty dangerous especially for young kids when they're out there playing baseball in the summer it's 110 degrees or something like that so when you're talking about shade structures more trees maybe more more water fountains uh that, to drink from what else would we expect to see
0: um you know we're kind of in the in the design stage right now and and i hate to say the sky's the limit but it's those things of what are we seeing done in, in other communities and we really want to take examples and say you know is there something where maybe people are, are have the ability to walk through like a not a wading pool but some type of Kind of like, you know, we've got the splash pad, but maybe not a full splash pad. Something that, uh, you know, if you're waiting for your, your child's baseball game to start, you've got the ability to go kind of like cool off over here with um, take your shoes off, get get your feet wet, cool down a little bit. That's, you know, just an idea that pops into my head. But we really are um, thankful to the Greater New Orleans Foundation for these like seed funds that they've provided us. It's given us the ability to kind of look at best practices and what are things we could do to really Take it to the next level and say, how can we do better?
1: And I guess some of our outdoor activities are actually tougher to participate in because of the amount of heat that we have in the summer. Uh, I know that y'all are about to embark upon a pickleball court um, initiative, and and Miley Playground is one of the playgrounds, um, I think, that has been designated for same, right?
0: It is. Um, from what I understand, that's being built kind of closer to airline near the um, near the rail area center um, mm-hmm. in that area. And so that's one of the things we're trying to think through as we go through the design. Like, where do individuals park if they're going to use the the pickleball? Um, you know, because it's, it's kind of that idea if you park in one location and you have to walk in like the, the – Brutal sun just to get to the um, the place where you're going to play pickleball. Can we create you know a nice little path from the parking lot, or even the parking lot possibly have the ability to have some trees and some shade? Because I feel like I even personally, if in the heat of the summer, I'm like, where is the tree at so I can park when I go to the grocery store, um, even if it's a long walk. So when you get back in your car, it's not as hot. So really, just trying to think through a lot of those. If we want to put in um, you know sidewalks, can we can we do it in a way that it's not as um, do we want to have like a small bioswale on the side of it? What kind of trees are we going to do to, to make them native and kind of soak up some of the water in the area? Um, so trying to use the amenities that we have in this, in this wonderful site in Jefferson Parish, but really kind of amp it up and make it more resilient to all of the um, disasters and, and just the, the natural stressors we have from um, weather events in our community.
1: You know, it's interesting, a number of cities that embarked upon similar initiatives are cities where it's really hot, but the humidity levels are somewhere between 40 and 60 percent. You add a 98 percent, 99 percent humidity day on a dry day here, um, it makes it even more difficult, right?
0: It certainly is, Um, and that's where sometimes being outside, even regardless of the amount of trees that you have, it's still going to be that stifling heat. And so we're we're not we're not only looking at the outdoor amenities, but we're looking at you know our, our into indoor. We've got the Rio Are Center there. We also have Mike Miley like playground itself with the building that they have. Are there going to be days through the year that we we need to have a, various facilities in Jefferson Parish that are open for individuals to escape the heat? And can that be done with certain types of programming? Um, and that's where also with these grant funds and, and part of the challenge is to bring in nonprofits from the area. You know, we're working with the Greater New Orleans Foundation themselves, but then also um, the Jefferson um, Chamber Foundation. And, and thinking through, like, how how can we, we as Jefferson Parish may not be able to, you know, host the right event that would allow individuals to you know, get away from the, um, the heat. But there's a lot of there, there's a lot of knowledge in this city that we want to be able to pull from and, and think through what would programming be in those really hot, humid days.
1: You know, Michelle, it's interesting. Uh, both of my kids played um, travel sports, and a lot of times during the summer months, um, Grandma and Grandpa couldn't attend the games because mm. it was just too hot. And 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 you know the um, they had health-related issues, and, and it would be exacerbated by sitting out there uh, in the heat and not having what you're talking about. And in most places that we visited were very similar to a lot of our playgrounds. They had some sheltering, but not really much. Um, they didn't have those misters, and they didn't have a bunch of different things that could make it a lot more tolerable.
0: No that's actually a great point, and I've actually experienced that myself with um you know a son who who plays football and even this year, like I was sitting in the stands a lot of days by myself because my family couldn't attend because it was just too hot um, even in August and September. so that that's a great point and that and I'd like to bring up that as we move forward with these challenge funds, like our goal is definitely to see a change at this location, but to do it in a way that the users of the site, the current users of the site, and the future users of the site. We want to build what, what's needed. And so we plan to have um, various community outreach events. Like, you know, one of our first things is just obviously to interview the workers of the site. What are you, what are you guys seeing? What are some of the obstacles that you have? And then really work with the families that use summer camp at the playground, the, the individuals who come and play ball there, the schools who use the facility, and, and start to hear these same stories. And fig- before we just say, oh, we want to build, you know, this little wading pond over here for you to get your feet wet, we want to hear what some of the needs are and make sure that we're building that into kind of our design. Because, um, you know, there's things we know. We know it's hot. and But what? how can we fix it the right way, I guess, and with the input from the community is another big piece that we're, we're building in and using these challenge funds for uh,
1: I know Michelle that y'all are just starting this process is there a timeline or is there a, a goal as to uh, when you guys may be finalizing um, these plans
0: sure we were I think it's going to take place over the next probably six months where we're going to be doing like I said these outreach things kind of really getting some some conceptual designs on paper um, because the, the the challenge funds, their their whole goal with the Greater New Orleans Foundation is not just to say, oh, let's draw a pretty picture, but they want to provide this seed money so we can apply for federal, state, other grants that are available. You know, er, it seems like every month you turn around, there's another infrastructure bill grant that's coming out. We want to be able to compete for those funds. Having the the the, for a better word, the pretty pictures that that help you win these grant funds is really our hope. Um, We we do have some of our um, disaster recovery funds that um, are kind of being allocated to help with this site. Exactly what that first phase is going to be is still to be determined. So, you know, our hope is within the next six months, we have this is where we're going. But within the next year and a half, we start to see some change at the site. Um, It's definitely kind of the timeline that I'm on.
1: Well, best of luck with this initiative. We know that these grants are—they're competitive in nature, right? Um, so you're competing against others.
0: That has really been kind of the, the big thing with the most of the infrastructure grants that come out through the different federal agencies. Is you're competing against people from all over the country, um, and really being able to tell the story of why, why, and how our community can be more resilient and and adapt to um, weather events is going to be an important part of winning these future grant funds.
1: Well, best of luck to you guys in this initiative. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see. I think it's uh, something that's definitely needed Uh, and uh, obviously we want to have more participation by our citizens and their ability to use the facilities that we spend a lot of time developing and maintaining and keeping up. And uh, that's very important as well. Michelle Gonzalez, Director of Jefferson Parish Ecosystem and Coastal Management. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. Have a great week. All right, folks, we will be right back, 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. When we come back, I am going to read the executive order relative to the Sewage and Water Board of New Orleans Task Force by Governor Jeff Landry. We'll talk about that, and we would love to hear from you as to your thoughts as to whether or not – Uh, This is a responsible approach, um, and uh, I'll let you know what I think when we return. Stay with us. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,